Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Daniel's Room. Um, in today's episode, um, I don't really have a topic at hand. Um, I just kind of wanted to go over, um, you know, last night's game uh, with the Bucks, Nets, and Lakers Warriors, and you know, give kind of my picks for tonight's game. Um, tonight's actually first night that the NBA is kind of back. Um, you know, there's a bunch of teams playing. There's a bunch of games. Um, obviously yesterday was, you know, NBA's back first two games. Um, but tonight there's going to be a lot more games, um, or a lot more teams playing. So I kind of wanted to go over last night, go over some news like around the league, um, and then give my picks, uh, for tonight's games as well. Uh, so to, today I usually have like guests on, um, but today's just a, you know, solo, solo episode for me, um. Had the day off, thought, you know, maybe I could do another episode um, and kind of go over, you know, the games that I watched last night. Now, for the first game, the Bucks and Nets, I, I was kind of, that I watched more of the Warriors-Lakers game uh, because during the Bucks and Nets game, there was um, there was also, you know, a playoff game going on for baseball for the Braves, and unfortunately, we lost that game in typical Atlanta fashion, you know, having a lead, uh, but, you know. That's the life of an Atlanta sports fan. Um, but I was able to catch a little bit of that game, some parts of it. Um, I, I had the Bucks winning that game in, you know, my my prediction um, in our last episode. I had the Bucks winning. You know, it, they, they're, they're coming off, you know, the, the ring ceremony. You know, everyone's excited. Um, Giannis had a, an amazing game with, you know, almost a triple-double. 32 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, um, was, was pretty dominant, and, you know, uh, same thing with KD, uh, you know, 32 and 11 and 4 assists with KD, uh, but the difference, and this was the difference that, um, the Bucks made in the playoffs list last year, the difference was that the Bucks had more help, right, um, the, as far as the game stats, I mean, as far as bench points, uh, you know, the Bucks had way more bench points than the Nets, the you know the second leading scorer for the Nets was Patty Mills with 21, um, and then James Harden with 20. Uh, whereas you go at when you go look at you know the Bucks leading scorers, you have uh, five players in double digits compared to the Nets where they only had uh, four, and they definitely just had more help. I mean that's that was a story of last season. I mean yeah, Kyrie and James Harden were hurt. Um, but you know, the, the Bucks just had more healthy players, more available players to help. I did really like, uh, I, I like seeing Patty Mills. He was automatic last night, seven for seven. Um, like I said, I didn't really watch a lot of the game, but I did see some three pointers from him. I'm just going through the box scores. Um, it looks like he was seven for seven, which he was lights out. Uh, we all figured he was going to do really well, um, with the Nets and he's always been a, uh, you know, kind of a knockdown three-point shooter. Um, so it was cool to see him kind of continue that role with the Nets. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the story of this game was just the, you know, just outclassed, um, the Bucks just outclassed the Nets. And, you know, obviously Kyrie wasn't playing. They have that kind of storyline looming over them. Um, so hopefully that doesn't affect their own play. Cause they're still the team to beat. I, I think they're still the team to beat even without Kyrie. 
Um, and then the, the Bucks just really had it going. Um, had a lot of people contributing. Um, Jordan Norwa was, was a, a new name. Um, did pretty well. Uh, 15, 15 points, 6 rebounds, um, 26 minutes too. So he played a, a pretty big part. Um, and if I'm going to be honest, I have no idea who this kid was, right? <laughs> it was a, it was a pickup for the, um, for the bucks in the, in the off season. Um, and I mean, he, he looks pretty good, right? 15 points, um, small forward. So he, he played really well. Um, and you know, the, the bucks, the Bucks just look really good against you know the number one team in the league, but you know I'm not gonna overreact. It's it's the first game, um, and then the the next game that I watched that one more thorough, and I predicted the Lakers to win that game, um, but I did I did say I did predict that Russell Westbrook was not gonna have a good game, and ultimately that's what happened. Um, he was awful. He, he just did not look comfortable, and again, I know it's the first game. I'm not going to overreact here, but he was terrible. Um, he just did not, he, did, he just looked like a fish out of water. He was, you know, bricking shots, turning the ball over, um, just, just not good at all. Um, you know, even with, with 30-point nights from, uh, from, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, they still weren't able to beat the Warriors team. Where the Warriors, and this is a Warriors team uh, in, in a night where, you know, Steph Curry was missing everything. He did not have a good night. He did have a triple-double, but he just was missing a lot of shots. And some players that kind of stepped up, uh, Belichick, Bejelica, I have no idea who, how to say his name, Um I've I've seen him around. Like he's been in the league for a little bit, um, but he he really really played well. He looked really good out there. Fifteen points, eleven rebounds. He just looked um, just comfortable, which was the opposite of Russell Westbrook. Um, Jordan Poole also had a good night. Um, that's you know one of my six men of the year candidates for this year. Um, you know whenever Clay comes back, and they you know. They had something, there was one point in the night where it was something like 56 bench points versus 26 of the Lakers. I mean, you're you're not going to win a lot of games when you have less than 30 bench points. Um, unless you're like the Nets or the Lakers where your starting lineup is going to do the bulk of the work. And in this case, uh, they did. LeBron and AD kind of made up for uh, more than 50% of their points. Um, they just didn't have that third uh, player. I mean, no one else scored in double digits, right? It was the, it was the LeBron and AD show. Um, closest person to that was Kent Bazemore with eight points. Uh, it's going to be a little tough to win NBA games, especially you know against decent teams um, when you don't have, you know, when you don't have more than two players scoring in double digits. Um, whereas the, if we you know flip to the other side. The Warriors had about six players scoring double digits, um, and it just was an all-around all uh, team effort. A um, bunch of assists. It, it, it was entertaining to watch that uh, Warriors team because they looked very, a very concisive group. Like they were very, 
Um, they're distributing the ball. They're getting everyone open. Um, you know, uh, Damian Lee opening corners. Now he didn't miss a lot of shots, but he, he was, he did have a lot of open looks. Um, Jordan Poole was making his shots and they were just distributing the ball very, very well. I mean, there was multiple people with, you know, four or five, uh, six assists. Um, and they just, they just looked like a better team that night throughout the game. Um, and I, I don't really, I don't really see the, the Lakers struggling like this all season is just the first game. Um, but it, it was very telling, even though it was the first game. Um, kind of uh, not only my thoughts on the Lakers, but, you know, multiple people, multiple friends that I have, even media, um, didn't really foresee the Lakers to be as good as, uh, as, good as they look on paper. Because on paper, yeah, I mean, Carmelo, you got... DeAndre Jordan, Russell Westbrook, on paper, they look better than last year. But to me, and I even said this previously, you know, with the with the loss of Kuzma, Pope, Harrell, uh, Schroeder, I think they got weaker. And, you know, they replaced those players. I mean, yeah, Russell Westbrook is, you know, when he's when he's playing well, he's one of the best in the league. But I feel like, you know, in this part of his career, he just doesn't... Um, he just, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll have to see. Let me not, <laughs> let me not jump ahead. It was just one game. Um, I mean, besides Russell Westbrook looking terrible, um, you know, LeBron was playing well, AD was playing well, and I mean, those are your main two guys. You want to make sure they look good, and they look great. Um, it's just like I said, they'll probably, you know, with that same kind of formula, they could beat lower-ended teams, they'll beat the Pistons, they'll beat the Timberwolves, um, you know, they'll beat the Cavaliers playing that way, but, you know, against decent teams, they're not going to win, um, you know, just having two guys carry the load on offense is just not going to happen, um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see moving forward, it, it was, it was some entertaining basketball, definitely that second game, uh, the Bucks game was, you know, the Bucks kind of had it, um, you know, had that win from the get-go. I mean, the Nets made a little bit of runs, but they never really kind of got over um, and took a lead. Uh, so that one was okay. The Warriors-Lakers game was a little bit more entertaining. Um, it was a late one, so I was definitely, like, falling asleep at the end there, but it was definitely entertaining to watch. Um, and then we definitely have a lot more basketball. I, I'm not on League Pass, or a lot more basketball today. I'm not on League Pass, so I'm, you know... Only games I'm going to be able to watch are the Celtics-Knicks and uh, Nuggets-Suns, which are both very good games. Uh, but let me go over as far as my picks and why I think those teams will win for today. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do this every single day. Uh, I may just thought maybe you know I could give my picks. And for myself, I could go back towards it and see, oh, maybe I got this one right or maybe I got this one wrong. And just, you know, for, you know, Something I could go back to in the future and see how I did as far as my picks. Um, so the first game we have scheduled uh, for today is Pacers-Hornets. And, you know, I, I don't think the Pacers are going to um, have any surprises this season. They're going to be pretty mediocre, kind of in that play-in. Uh, I think their peak is like an eighth seed. Um, they're, they definitely have to find a way to... Um, to start rebuilding, kind of break things up, just because I don't think that uh, that the team that they have now is 
is going to win a championship anytime soon. Um, they don't have a lot of promising players. I do like Dorarte. I think that was a good pickup for them. Someone that they're, you know, a rookie that's going to be able to help immediately. I mean, he's 24, 25 years old. He's very old for a rookie, but, you know, he is someone that's going to be able to help immediately and um, might help them in that play-in, maybe eighth seed situation this year. Uh, versus the Hornets, and this game is in uh, North Carolina, um, so, you know, the Hornets have a home game. Um, I have the, the Hornets winning here. Um, you know, having a home game helps. I think that that fan base isn't the best, but I'm sure they'll show up. It's a lot of hype around LaMelo and that squad. Um, and another thing that I have the Hornets winning tonight. So you have Levert and you have Warren out for tonight's game. Um, we have some game time decisions as far as, you know, if they might play or not. And Brogdon, um, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. I'm, you know, who I, I don't know if they're injured, but, you know, if they play... Um, I still think with Chris LeVert and TJ Warren, those are two starting caliber players. Uh, definitely Chris LeVert. Um, that they're going to be affected by that. They might not have enough scoring to kind of um, win against this Hornets team. And this Hornets team isn't the best defensively. Um, but I think they'll have enough offensively to kind of um, get the win tonight. Um, and, you know, well, it, 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 might, it might not be... The most entertaining game, um, but definitely there will be highlights. Of course, there will be because of LaMelo Ball. And, you know, we'll see a bunch of those on House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, because that is their golden boy for highlights. And Miles Bridges as well. Very athletic player. But, yeah, I have the Hornets winning against the Pacers. Next game uh, that's scheduled is the Bulls and Pistons. Um, this This isn't even a close one. It's going to be a blowout. I think that Hornets-Pacers game will be close, uh, but I have the Hornets uh, winning that one. This one will not be close. Uh, The Bulls will win in a blowout, um, especially because the Pistons have Cade Cunningham out. Um, I mean, that that team is probably the second worst in the East. I think the Orlando Magic are a little bit worse than them. Um, Against a full-strength Bulls team, the only player they have out is Colby White. And... um, you know, that's not, you know, a huge loss for the Bulls, especially against a very young uh, Pistons team. So the Bulls will win in dominating fashion. Um, that's a pretty easy one. Uh, this next one, this is the primetime ESPN game. You have the Celtics at New York uh, versus the New York Knicks. Um, this will be a close one, too, and this one will be very exciting. Um, the only people out as far as uh, not being able to play on these rosters is Al Horford. Uh, I think that's a, a pretty big loss for the Celtics. Not a huge loss, uh, but I mean, Al Horford is going to be playing a lot of minutes for this Celtics team. Is going to be a, uh, a good part of this Celtics team. So having Al Horford out, especially with the size that uh, the Knicks have with Mitchell Robinson back, New Orleans Noel, um, that might be a decision, like that might be a key loss that the Celtics will have. Um, Jalen Brown is a game time decision, so we'll see if he actually plays. If he doesn't play, then I definitely have the Knicks winning. I think I have the Knicks winning tonight anyway, even if Jalen Jalen Brown does play or not. Um, just because they're at home, um, that Knicks crowd is going to be crazy. I mean, uh, you know, they're back after you know an embarrassing performance against the Hawks in the playoffs. You know, the, these New York fans uh, have something to be excited about. 
you know, Madison Square Garden is going to be rocking. And I think that ultimately is going to uh, propel the Knicks towards a win. So I have the Knicks winning today. It's not like a, a crazy pick. Um, but I think this will be a close one. Um, I think the, you know, if the Celtics and Jason Tatum, it, you know, Jason, especially if Jason Tatum is going off, the Celtics can definitely um, steal one here. But I definitely have the um, the Knicks today, especially because they are playing in Madison Square Garden. It's the first game of the season for them. So I think that will help them out um, for sure today. Uh, so the next game is Wizards-Raptors. Um, so this one. Now, this is the Wizards are a team that um, I'm that would this has been my dark horse playoff pick um, against a Raptors team. That's, you know, some others people dark horse playoff uh, playoff pick. Um, But now they are playing in Toronto. I feel like that'll be a big factor, too, because uh, because of COVID and this weird season last year, uh, the Raptors played their games in Tampa. Uh, and I don't think there's a lot of Raptors fans in Tampa, so it was it was definitely a weird season for them. I think that might have um, affected their wins too. I don't think they would have been a play on play in team, sorry, uh, regardless, because of their you know they're just not a super good team. But uh, because of the fact that they are back in Toronto, right? The, you know, the fans are going to be super, super happy to have their team back. I'm sure that's going to pay, uh, play a big factor in tonight's win, um, or not tonight's win, but tonight's game. I actually have the Wizards winning today, um, which that might be, um, that might be like a weird pick, but I just think that the Wizards are better than they are last year, um. Some people that they have out, like the Raptors have Pascal Siakam out. That's their best player. Um, the Wizards have maybe, or they definitely have Rui, Rui out for sure, which is, I mean, that's a that's a big player for them to be out. Some game time decisions, Bradley Beal. I'm sure Bradley Beal will play. And uh, Chris Boucher for the Toronto Raptors, which is also a big player for them. Um, if Bradley Beal plays, I think the Wizards win. It'll be a close one. Um, but I definitely, I can see the Raptors winning and, you know, I can see the Raptors winning by a lot because they are back in Toronto and those fans go crazy. Um, and that, you know, that might propel them uh, to a win. But I think the Wizards are just a better team. Um, so I definitely have the Wizards winning in that matchup. Uh, next game, we have Cavaliers-Grizzlies um, in in Memphis. Uh, players out Dylan Brooks for the Grizzlies and Dylan Windler for the Cavs. I have no idea who that is. Um, doesn't matter in this point. Even if Dylan Brooks is not playing, I have the Grizzlies here. Um, it'll probably be a blowout. The Cavs can make it competitive. They they can be sneaky good this season. Um, I just don't. I think they need another year or two to kind of uh, get those promising players more uh, more play time and for them to progress. Um, but no, I definitely have the Grizzlies tonight. I, it's, I think that's a pretty easy, easy pick, um, against the Cavs, uh, Rockets, Timberwolves is the next one in Minnesota. Um, with <laughs> that Minnesota crowd, it, it's not that, you know, not that, uh, scary to play in, right? I don't, I don't really see, you know, Minnesota playing, um, at home as being a factor in this. 
It is against the Rockets. Um, I actually think I, I have the Rockets winning here. Um, it, it this will be a this will be a kind of yikes game. I definitely think that there's going to be a lot of turnovers, a lot of missed shots. It's going to be an ugly one. Um, but I think the Rockets, uh, with their kind of young talent, uh, they'll pre- they'll be able to beat the Timberwolves. Um, but the you know I could see the Timberwolves winning too. Uh, if Anthony Edwards and and um, Car Anthony Towns have good games, I could see the uh, Timberwolves winning here. But I definitely have the Rockets for this game. Um, this this would have uh, would have been a good one to watch too, just to see these young players, uh, a lot of young talent on both of these teams, kind of go at it. Um, as far as uh, good games to watch, entertaining games to watch, uh, that would be one of my. Uh, favorite ones to watch if I could watch it. Uh, next game, 76ers Pelicans. Um, I don't, I don't think Zion's playing. Yeah, Zion is out. Um, yeah, uh, you know the Pelicans without Zion, they're pretty bad. Even if they are playing in New Orleans, uh, have the 76ers here. Uh, I think it's going to be a blowout. It's not going to be close. Um, and yeah, 76ers here. That's not a very. Um, I don't think that's going to be a very interesting game, entertaining game to watch. I don't think I think that one will be a blowout uh, because Zion is not playing on that one. Uh, next game, we have ugh, the Magic and the Spurs. I don't even want to give my pick for this or even entertain the fact of this game is going on. Um, this game is pretty bad. Uh, I mean, the from my, what I'm seeing here in the injury report, there's a bunch of players out for the Magic. You got Fultz, Isaac out, Michael Carter-Williams, Etwan Moore, some game-time decisions from the Magic, Jalen Suggs, and for the Spurs, Zach Collins. I mean, I think, and they're playing in San Antonio. I think the Spurs win here. Um, it'll also be not a very entertaining game to watch. Um yeah, I think if you had to bet money on any game tonight, if you're a better, I think you bet on the Spurs here uh, to win. Um, I think that's the uh, the biggest lock I have. Maybe that one or the um, the Bulls for sure. Bulls winning tonight, 100%. The Bulls are winning tonight. Um, the Spurs, 100% are winning tonight. And the 76ers. The 76ers could be sneaky, right? How good Brandon Ingram plays. Um, I don't think that one is a huge lock. I definitely it's they're highly favored for sure, the 76ers, but that's not a huge lock. Whereas I think the Spurs uh, against the Magic or the Bulls against the Pistons are for sure locks as far as wins. Uh next game is OKC versus Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Um got Rudy Gay out. For the Jazz, no, no one injured for the um, for the Thunder. Uh, the Jazz win here. That's not a that's not a hard pick for me. I mean, the Jazz are you know top four team in the West, whereas the Thunder are bottom four in the West. So that's not a hard pick. And the other marquee matchup, uh, ESPN game, Nuggets Suns. This will be very, very, very entertaining. Um, uh, the the key. The key players that are out, they have a lot of game time decisions. They got Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter Jr., 
Jermichael, uh, Jermichael Green, uh, uh, game time decisions, you know, maybe they play, maybe they don't. And obviously Jamal Murray and Dario Saric are out for the Nuggets and Suns. Uh, now this game will be in Phoenix. Um, I think the Suns are going to do really well this year. This is kind of, I think it's going to be like a revenge tour almost. Um, Devin Booker is going to have a, I think an all NBA season, uh, maybe third team all NBA, uh, this year. Um, and then the Nuggets, so I, th- I got the Suns winning tonight. Um, it'll be a close one, though. It really, it really depends on how well, or if even Jokic or Michael Porter Jr. play or not. If they play, it depends on how well they play. Um, I think Michael Porter Jr. has the potential to be a most improved player in the league and possibly make his first all-star, um, all-star team this year. Definitely after signing that contract, right, you, you, I feel like he'll have something to prove, like, hey, you know, I was worth this money, which I think he was worth that money. I think he's he's really good, um, can be a generational talent for sure, and you got the reigning MVP back, um, and, a, and a pretty solid Nuggets team um, overall is just, I think, that um, opening day, you know, that that Phoenix crowd show that they're, they could be very loud, um, very energetic, fan, uh, energetic fans. Um, so definitely look, looking forward to watching this game, even though it's a little bit later and I do have to work in the morning, I'll probably catch maybe the first half. Um, but it will definitely be hard to, you know, kind of go to sleep knowing that this game is on. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll be tired in the morning because this is definitely a super entertaining game to watch, uh, but definitely have the Suns winning, it'll be a close one, I think, um, and yeah, the Suns will win in maybe five to ten points tonight, and last game is the Trailblazers Kings, um, this one's pretty easy too, uh, the Kings can be good, I mean, they have a lot of young talent, uh, no one injured for tonight, only one um, out for the Trailblazers is Tony Snell, which Tony Snell is a Hawks legend, um, miss Tony Snell. Uh, but yeah, that's the only one out for the trailblazers. Uh, yeah, this, this is a, I think this is also a no brainer trailblazers. Um, the Kings, you know, they're playing in Portland too. Trailblazers, just a better team. I do like, uh, the draft that the Kings had with Davion Mitchell. I think he could be really good. It's just, I don't know if they'll be able to play Darian Fox, Halliburton and Mitchell at the same time. That's kind of what they're going with. I don't think it's going to work. I think, you know, someone there is going to get traded um, just because I don't I don't think a three guard lineup is going to work. Um, and I, I do want the Kings to do well. Like, I do want the Kings to be a good franchise just because they they've been kind of um, neglected by that front office. Um, and since that early 2000s, um, Sacramento really hasn't gotten uh got back to the playoffs or really even flirted with playoff contention maybe when DeMarcus Cousins was there but just been a very bad run franchise uh, a lot of young talent I like Darian Fox a lot I I don't really foresee him ending his career there I think he's gonna want to trade or you know not gonna sign an extending offer um and you know that third three guard lineup that they want to run is just not gonna work out uh, but maybe they get a high pick for next year and, you know, draft a, a generational talent next year's draft. Next year's draft is going to be really good. 
Um, maybe they get Chet um, Holgram or whatever his last name is. Tall, lanky, white dude, Gonzaga. Very good. Um, but yeah, this is no no-brainer. Tra- uh, Trailblazers by a lot. And yeah, that was all the picks for uh, for today. Uh, there's a there's a couple good games, a lot of stinkers, uh, but definitely definitely going to be a lot of highlights. Um, good games as far as ESPN games, primetime games, and yeah. So we'll see if I get these picks right. I think the only ones that I might not get right are maybe the Wizards, Raptors. Um, Maybe Nugget Suns, um, or even Hornets Pacers. That, that one might be close to, but we'll see. And but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening again. Just a quick little podcast, just because you know I didn't have anything better to do. Um, oh, and let me let me give a quick little, um, just because of this whole Ben Simmons situation. Sorry. Um, it's just been so crazy. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to give my two cents. Um, I just, I'm just so happy that I'm not a 76ers fan. Cause I can't imagine, you know, having an MVP caliber player in Joel Embiid and having, you know, the number one seed last season and just multiple, um, Super good teams. I mean, uh, you don't even remember when the you know when the Raptors won it all. How good that seventy sixers team was with JJ Redick and Jimmy Butler, and you know, and the team team basically they have now with you know Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. Um, they've just been so good in the regular season for you know for a while now, um, at least four years, in just constant disappointment every year. But you kind of have a, you kind of have like a, you're still happy at the end of the day because you have this young generational talent in Ben Simmons that you're, you know, you're thinking in the back of your mind. You're like, oh, well, you know, we didn't win this year, but maybe next year, um, you know, Ben Simmons even, you know, gets even better. Joel Embiid gets even better. And this team can, you know, win a championship in the future. Um and Ben Simmons just says, fuck all that. I'm just going to <laughs> piss, off, piss off every single fan of this team. Piss off all my teammates, coaching staff, um, and just that whole franchise. And just cause so much turmoil before they even play a game this season. Um, that he... He got kicked out of a practice because he wasn't trying enough, or he was. Uh, uh, what was it? It was detrimental for the for the team. It, it just. I I need to see how old Ben Simmons is because. So I could put this into perspective. Ben Simmons age. He is 25 years old. He was born in July 20th, 1996. I am also 25 years old. It's one May. Now, I'm thinking, and this is funny because I'm comparing myself to Ben Simmons. Uh, In this case, what I want to compare is um, work ethic. 
right? Now, I've been working since I was 15 years old. You know, I started off as a soccer referee. Um, you know, I've been working ever since. Uh, and that's just because of how I grew up. Um, I'm a first-generation uh, Latino American, um, meaning that, you know, I grew up in America. My parents didn't. They, you know, they grew up in Colombia, and, you know, all my family are also in Colombia, North, uh, South America. I really do appreciate what my parents um, kind of gave to me because I saw how hard they worked and they kind of instilled that work ethic on, onto myself. Um, so I really credit that to my parents because I see what they do and, you know, that's something that I pride myself in. Um, at the end of the day, you have a job. You have a job to do. Everyone in this world has, you know, has a job, they have a career, um, with the exception of some people, they have to wake up and, you know, and do a job. In this case, Ben Simmons, his job is a, is a dream job. It really is. You, you get to play a game for your job. For your career. A game. You know, some people have to go bust their ass to make, you know, minimum wage or, you know, just to get by. They have to bust their ass. I'm not saying NBA players don't. Because what they do is is very hard, especially the ones that are very good. There's a reason that they are very good. Because they do bust their ass. They bust their ass like every other um, person that, you know, has a job and um, does what they do well. They, there's a, there's a reason they got to the point, to, to that point, is because they work hard. Um, You know, you, you don't, you don't have a successful person that just kind of goes by and does whatever they want to do and doesn't take what they do seriously and try to hone their craft. I'm sure there are exceptions, but most people, most successful people, they grind. They grind that out. And you can say the same thing for basketball. The best players in this league, let's say LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis. They were not as good as they are now in the beginning of their careers, they had to build up to that point. And now they are very successful NBA players because they, they, they hone their craft. They, they practice, they, they got better at what they did. And ultimately now they are the best at what they do and they get compensated for it. They are successful for it. They, you know, they are MVPs. They are NBA champions uh, you know, multiple all defensive teams for these players. Um, and then you have Ben Simmons, who is 25 years old. And like these other players, has the best job in the world. I get to play basketball for a living. And not only for a living, a very, very good living. Multi-millionaire, Right? And he decides, well, you know what? This this might be a little too hard for me. 
I don't know if I want to do that. And I just, it kind of sickens me because I talk about basketball. I love basketball. I, I watch it literally all the time. And, and you know, these, these players, like they're, they're kind of like, um, like superheroes, right? Like when you think about it and you're looking at these players on the screen or whenever you go to the games, you kind of put them on this pedestal. Um, you know, obviously you'll never be able to attain the kind of proficiency that they have in their sport. You'll never be able to attain that kind of, um, talent that they have. And that's okay. Because as a spectator, as a, as a fan of that sport, like I love seeing that stuff, man. Like it's, it's awesome to be able to see these players, you know, laid on the floor and do things, fly in the air. Uh, make these amazing, crazy shots, and, you know, it's, I'm, I'm very lucky that I'm able to, you know, to be able to watch those things happening, um, and when I, when I see a player like Ben Simmons that, you know, is so entitled, and, and kind of takes for granted where he is, he's playing in the, you know, in, I would think, the most popular a sports league in the world. You're in the NBA. You have the the best job in the world, man. You really do. And to kind of have the attitude that you have towards it. Oh man, like I it it's it's crazy to think about. Like man, you can you imagine how many players, how many people Wish that they could be in the position that you're in. And let's just think about it. Just just players who who were who were basketball players and tried to make it to the league, um, and they just it just didn't pan out for them. And you know maybe they're not playing basketball anymore. Maybe they're playing overseas. But try to be in the position that you're in as an NBA player, and you're just. You're just saying F all that. I don't I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play anymore. And and I understand if it's an injury, if it's a mental health, and and that's one thing with this situation. Like he's under a lot of scrutiny, a lot of pressure from the media, from fans, um, from his own team. But it could all be rectified. It could all be rectified if you just decide, you know what, I'm just going to play. I'm going to do the one thing that I know how to do well is play basketball. That's all you have to do. No one's asking you to do more. Maybe some flan- maybe some <laughs> Philadelphia fans and some media want you to shoot the ball more. But at least play, man. At least go into that practice and seem like you're interested. Like I would understand if you are 18, 19 years old, you're, you know, you're a kid, you're just going into the NBA. Um but bro, you're 25 years old. You are an adult. And that's why I compared that cuz I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine me going into what I do for my job, going in and just being like, "Ah, you know what?" 
just you know, I'm I'm good. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do what I gotta do. You know, it's it's fine. Cause here's the difference. If I do that, I'm getting fired, right? If I do that, you know, that's gonna look bad on me in my future, you know, endeavors in life, because now I have tarnished my uh, my name, right? I tarnished it. You're still gonna be a millionaire at the end of the day. You're still gonna be set. For the rest of your life, for the rest of your kid's life. You're good. The only reason you're back in practice is so that way you could collect that check. was Because they told you, if you don't go back, you're not getting that $8 million. So I understand why you went back. Any re- any mentally sound person is going to do that. But come on, man. Are you serious? Bro. Ah, man. It's... Just just go out there and play. That's all you got to do. You are fucking 6'10". You're still in your prime. You haven't even gotten to your prime yet. You're 25 years old, man. And you're, you have the dream job. Just go out there and play. Fuck everything else. Just go out there and do you. Because when you when you're good, you're good. You're a, you're an all star. You have to, you know, you kind of have to look yourself in the mirror, and just be like, you know what, I fucked up. You really do. You just gotta just be like, ah, you know what, I'll hold this L. Let me let me let me let me actually try. Because this is is it's just sad to see. It really is. It's it's embarrassing. It really is. As a 25-year-old man. <laughs> you can't... Come on, man. You can't be scared to dribble a ball. I'm not I'm not asking you to do some, something crazy. I'm not asking you to, you know... Do something real. It j- just just play basketball, man. That's it. Just, just, just play with a, you know... With a little passion... You know, something you've done since, you know, I'm sure since you were a kid. Just just do that and you'll be good. Don't be scared. It's an orange basketball, man. But yeah, that was my, my little rant on Ben Simmons. Um, how to get that off my chest. Because it's, it's just crazy to think about a grown man being scared to dribble a basketball. It is pretty pathetic. Um, but I'm sure he'll, he'll come around, um, just because he is very talented, um, still very young. And, you know, if he's somehow able to kind of wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm, you know, not going to be a selfish asshole, then he'll be good. He'll be fine. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't know when my next podcast will be, hopefully soon. Uh, that one will probably be going over, um, my top 10 shooting, uh, small forwards and, you know, probably juniors and Roberts, uh, top 10 lists as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening and hope to talk to you guys again soon.